Welcome to Stories of Iceland. Iceland is still on lockdown. I spend days at a time at home with my family, and we still like each other, most of the time. I am also a bit under the weather, but not seriously, and not all of the time. Since a large part of my audience is also living with some sort of lockdown, I decided to try and get this episode out as quickly as I could. If you want me to record more frequently, please support me on Patreon. That is patreon.com slash stories of Iceland. My newest supporter is Jocelyn. I'd like to thank all of my supporters, especially Troy Williams, Kristen Rose, Catherine Matthews, and Robin Williams, friends of the podcast. Join them at patreon.com slash stories of Iceland. There is extra material there. But this is Stories of Iceland and this is episode 30, The Brothers of Baki. Iceland is in the North Atlantic. Its capital city is Reykjavik. My very first episode was called Troublemaker Valley. This valley, called Svarvadalur in Icelandic, gave us a president and a giant, and more importantly, my grandfather. But it also gave us the most famous brothers in Icelandic folklore. Well, at least these characters are said to be from there. In reality, they might have been from anywhere or... In fact, from nowhere. They are said to be from a farm called Baki. Since there are many farms in Iceland named or called Baki, it is quite likely the setting moved around according to where the stories were told. If it matters to you, there is one swear word in this episode. It is not one of the big ones. It is the one that Rat uses in Gone with the Wind. There is also a bit about animals mating. Not anything graphic and no body parts are mentioned. Well, none that could cause offence. Here we go. At a farm called Baki in Svarvadalr, in the north of Iceland, there once lived, a long time ago, a farmer who had three sons, Gisli, Erikur and Helki. They were notorious for their foolishness, and their silly doings have been very much spoken of, although few of them are told here. Once, when the brothers were grown-up youths, they went out one day fishing with their father. On the sea, the father fell suddenly ill and lay down. They had brought with them a keg full of whey and water mixed together to drink. When their father had rested thus a while, he grew yet worse, and bade them give him the keg. The brothers were wont, when one of them addressed the other, to call out all three names, Gisli, Erikur, and Helgi. As none of them knew to whom, in particular, each name belonged, 
When, therefore, their father had asked for the keg, one of the brothers said, Gisli Erikur Helgi, our father calls for the keg. Then said another, Gisli Erikur Helgi, our father calls for the keg. Then came the third with the same observation, and this they went on repeating until their father was dead, for none of them could understand what he wanted the keg for. After this, the brothers got to shore and took the body of their father and tied it onto a black mare that had belonged to him and drove her away by herself, saying that she was sure to find the way. Some time afterwards, they found the mare without anybody on her back and without bridle, grazing quietly in the pastures. They knew now that she must have found the right way, and therefore did not trouble themselves about what she might have done with their old father. After the death of their father, the sons lived at Baki, and were called either the brothers of Baki, or the fools of Baki. They had the black mare, amongst other things, left by their father, and took a great liking to her, and watched her very carefully. Once when the gale had arisen, they were afraid that she might have been blown away. They therefore heat up round her and over her as many stones that they could find room for. After that she was never blown away, but she never stood up again either. While the brothers had yet their mare alive, they happened once to be travelling all together by moonlight upon ice. One rode, but the others walked. They noticed that a man always rode at the side of the rider, but the oddest thing was that he never spoke, not one word, except that they heard him say at each step that the mare took something like Kauri, Kauri. Now this they found the more odd, for that neither of them were called Kauri. Then the rider thought he would ride on, that this fellow might be left behind. But the faster he rode, the oftener he heard Kauri, Kauri. And the others saw that the man rode at their brother's side, ride as he would, fast or slow. At last they got home and saw the side rider get off at the same moment as their brother and take his horse into the stable at the same time as the brother let in the black mare. But when they got in from the moonlight, he vanished utterly from their eyes. Once the brothers were traveling and met a man holding an animal they had never seen before. They asked him what the animals called and what it was good for. The man told him it was a cat which would kill mice and clear them from farms. The brothers were much impressed and asked if they might perchance buy the cat. The man named an outrageous price which the brothers promptly paid in full. After they had arrived back home, they realized they had forgotten to inquire about what to feed the cat. So they went to the man's home. It was late at night, and one of the brothers went to a window and called in, What does the cat eat? Without thinking, the man replies, A damn cat eats everything. As they returned home, they began pondering this. Then one of them said, That damn cat eats everything, and my brother too and so repeated the others. So they thought it was safer to get rid of the cat and got a man to kill it. Another time the brothers bought a large sparrow south in Borgarfjörður. To make it easier to transport, they took it apart. When they arrived back in Baki, they put it together again and commenced filling it. 
it seemed to be leaking, so they examined what might be the problem. Then one of them said, It ain't surprising that the barrel leaks. The bottom is back in Borgarfjörður. The brothers of Bakki had observed that in winter the weather was colder than in summer, as also that the larger the windows of the house were, the colder it was. All frost and sharp cold, therefore, they thought, sprung from the fact that houses had windows in them. They therefore built themselves a house on a new plan, without windows in it at all. It followed, of course, that there was always pitch-black darkness in it. They found that this was rather a fault in the house, but they comforted themselves with the certainty it would be very warm and As to light, they thought they could contrive some easy means of getting the house lighted. One fine day in the middle of summer, when the sunshine was at its highest, they began to carry the darkness out of the house in their caps and emptied it out when they came into the sunshine and filled them again with the sunshine which they carried into the dark room. Thus they worked hard the whole day, but in the evening, when they had done all their best, they were not a little disappointed to find that it was as dark as before, so much that they could not tell one hand from another. One summer the brothers had a cow without a calf. The brothers wanted to remedy this, so the next time the cow entered heat, they went to a nearby farmer who had a bull. The farmer was obliging and pointed them on their way. The brothers let the cow to the bull and spent a long while messing about. At last the brothers returned and told the farmer that the bull must have no interest in cows. The farmer asked them how they had gone about it and implied strongly that they must have gone about it like the fools they were. The brothers were affronted by this and explained, We turned the cow on its back and then we lifted it up. I thought as much, replied the farmer. You are not any average fools. Someone had told the brothers that it was wholesome to bathe their feet in hot water, but as fuel was a scarcity with them, they never took the trouble of warming the water for their feet. Once in their travels they were fortunate enough to find a hot spring, and now they were very glad to get a hot foot bath for nothing. They took off their shoes and stockings and, sitting down all round the spring, put their feet into it. But, on looking closer, they could not tell which foot or feet belonged to each of them. Now they were fearfully put out for a while, and thus they sat in utter despair till they saw a traveller passing by. They called him and bade him by all means help them in finding out which feet belonged to each of them. The man walked up to them and gave each of them a blow on the feet with his stick, and thus each recognized which belonged to him. Once the brothers of Baki went into the forest to gather brushwood. It was a high, steep slope of the mountain, whither they went. They picked up the wood and tied it into bundles to roll down the slope. But just as they were going to roll them down, it came across their minds that they could neither follow the bundles down nor see what became of them when they got to the level ground. They therefore got the idea of putting one of themselves into one of the bundles. 
letting his head stick well out that he might see the other bundles and follow them down the slope. So they took Gisli and tied him up in one of the bundles, leaving his head free to stick out well from the middle of the bundle. After this they sent all the bundles down, and down they rolled to the level ground. Eirikun and Helgi, when they came down, began to search for their dear brother Gisli, but when they found him his head was off, so that he could not at all tell them what had become of the bundles. Thus they lost Gisli, but although only two of them were left, when speaking together, they always said as before, Gisli Erikur Helgi, as name of either of the two brothers that were left. The last we heard of the brothers Erikur and Helgi is that they saw a full moon rising up from the ocean and could not by any means understand what it was. They went to the neighbors and asked the farmer what that awful beast was. The man told them that this was a battleship. This frightened them so much that they ran to the cowhouse and boarded every door and window so no light could shine in. And so it is said that they ended their lives, starving to death because of their fear of the battleship. These are the types of tale we could imagine hearing anywhere in the world. Stories about the local idiots. The term the brothers of Bakki is still used today. It has also been used to translate the names of the three studios, among others. References to these tales are also used in day-to-day life. If somebody does something stupid or leaves out something important, we might say that the bottom is back in Borgarfjörður. I was once a part of a class where there were actually three boys called Gisli, Erikur and Helgi. The teacher did reference this quite a lot. These names are quite old and still common. I have to note that for some reason I had not read or heard the story about the cow. Actually, I might have heard it when I was younger and simply failed to understand it. That is it for today. Thanks to Christopher Barth, Austin Newell, Kara Stevens, Evan Williams and Jon Helgeson and all my other supporters. And as always, special thanks to Troy Williams, Kristen Rose, Catherine Matthews and Robin Williams, friends of the podcast. I am Olignest Soliason and this has been Stories of Iceland, episode 30, The Brothers of Bucky. Thank you.